Welcome to Bucket List Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie, and this is the first episode of 2022 and my first without a guest. I hope this ends up feeling like a conversation between us as if you were sitting right across the table from me over coffee. I may not know you personally, but based on my experiences over the past year with this podcast and decades of storytelling and interviews as a TV journalist, I think I know a little bit about you because you're listening right now. I imagine that you have a feeling there is more to your career story than where you are on your path at this moment. And if you feel that way, there's a good chance you're on the threshold of opportunity, or there's just a nagging notion that there's something bigger for you. It is a new year, and maybe you're new to the show. Whatever the case, I'm grateful you're joining me. You know, for me, this journey has not just been about sharing stories on a podcast. It's been simultaneously about my own professional evolution. So I'm right here with you. And with all my years as an anchor and reporter, it took me this long to have the courage to do a solo episode where I felt worthy enough to create content here that is my take, my reflections on what spoke to me the most, and I hope you find value in it. Also, to make this episode's format a little different, I'm going to answer a few questions that were DM'd to me over the past year that were fairly personal and direct, and I'm okay with that. I want you to know more about me and my professional journey, what I come to the table with as your host, and where I think we're headed with this project as we say hello to 2022 with all of its promise for self-discovery and possibly reinvention. So why do a solo episode now, right? I've had nearly 50 people talk to me about their career evolutions over the past 12 months, and I've loved every minute of it. From the auto mechanic who went back to medical school in his 40s, and the fashion executive turned stay-at-home mom who then became a DJ, some of my all-time favorites. And before launching this, I hosted a business news TV show, interviewing a variety of entrepreneurs and CEOs, many of whom reinvented themselves. So each bold pivot and aha moment has its own singular lesson, I've found, but they all have a common thread. If you're willing to be true to yourself and take the leap, change can happen. You know, a staggering 4.4 million workers left their jobs in September of 21, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Our evolving work culture is a huge focus in the post-pandemic. And As we start another year of Bucket List Careers, we'll be digging deeper to share what you can apply from those who've transformed their careers to find what lights them up and gets them closer to a feeling of purpose and personal alignment. I think it's safe to say it's where we all want to land, using ourselves fully, bringing our skills, our curiosity, and our best true self to our work, ideally to make a bigger mark on the world. I feel more connected to that goal, to be honest, than ever since the pandemic changed us. And for 2022, my pledge is that each show will have the goal of giving you something you know now only because you listened to Bucket List Careers. So while it's obvious that COVID-19 has played a role in the increasing number of people switching up their professional paths, the underlying force, I believe, points to a change in attitude toward work. People are thinking about their careers on a more holistic level. Professionals today, regardless of age, want jobs that enable them to feel they consistently add value, but they also want their jobs to provide them equal value and an opportunity to enjoy life outside of work. 
for too long, people have thought of their careers as a script that you follow. You pick something, pick a profession, stick to the job, pay the bills, and repeat that process. And maybe most profoundly, I believe the dramatic upheaval of the pandemic, what we've been through collectively, has inspired many of us to rethink how we spend our limited time on this planet. You know my guests range in age from 20s to late 50s. There's no tight age formula here or a second act requirement. There are those who figured it out early, like Amy Schmielecki. She was that pioneering female skydiver and stunt double who still can't believe she gets paid to do her favorite thing. And others who've transitioned and evolved over decades, searching and finally finding the dream gig that taps into authentic self. And I believe in that. Imagine landing or crafting a job for yourself you would do if you weren't getting paid for it. That's the litmus test. All of this is what Bucket List Careers aims to continue to highlight while delivering coaching takeaways for you, things you can apply. I've learned that locking into that elusive groove of work that you love does take work. And what I've seen with this show is those who've been intentional about growth, because growth is not automatic, right? They've stretched out of a comfort zone to enter a new environment and flourished. It takes persistent actions toward incremental goals. It doesn't happen overnight. And there will be days when that overarching labor of love feels like nothing but labor. Take pet rescue pilot and nonprofit founder Julian Havor. He's episode 18, season one. He just doesn't buy into what the philosopher Confucius said choose a job you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. And I will admit that Julian has a point here. It does take work. I've never bought into the premise that if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. I think no matter what you do, I mean, I love flying. I love pets. It is, and I'm unpaid, by the way. I'm a volunteer pilot, but all volunteer. Right? It is a total job sometimes. I mean, there are some days where I, I'm cleaning like fluids that you never want to know comes out of a dog. <laughs> um, you know, it's loud and I'm sweating just at the first minute just from loading crates in the plane and I still got to fly five hours four and a half hours and it's just it's a job you know those are days when you're working those are days when you're <laughs> even working. though you love the job I get what you're saying completely and just don't read into that too much because no matter what they tell you everything you do if you do it for work it becomes a job at some point but it doesn't mean that you can't love doing it and of course, why I wanted to do my first solo episode now has to do with thoughts on the year ahead and what we're planning for the podcast. Facing a blank canvas can be exhilarating and bursting with potential, but we, myself included, need to resist the urge to be overwhelmed by that and get stuck. I read this by Lee Rockwell in HuffPost. If there ever is a year to focus on less being more, 2022 might be one. In uncertain times, anything that we can do to create more ease and room for joyful possibility, the better, even if this means setting basic, tiny goals. So that's the end of her quote. And in this case, I think it's cool to be basic, right? What she's saying, and I agree with it, is one baby step forward is progress. Not looking back at what isn't working in your career or your life, but moving forward with focus on what is currently and can further fuel your soul. Executive coach Christine Meyer, she was episode 17, talking to me here about how to approach change and crafting your roadmap 
if there's something that feels like it's missing in your career, a lot of people would tend to say, well, what do you think is missing? Sure. And let's identify those things. And that's a starting point, if you will. That's a starting point. But if you keep focusing on the missing, now you've got your car in reverse when you want to go forward. See, now that's actually surprising to me because I would have thought, okay, what do I need to change is a beginning, but you're saying not necessarily the the best one. Well, it might be a beginning, but don't stay there. So what would I like to change? What would I prefer? Now you're putting your car in drive or at least out of park. Because if you keep looking at what you want that you don't have or what's missing, what's missing, what's missing, you get more of what's missing and you never get to your bucket list dream job or career. That's the mental clutter we're getting rid of going forward, or at least we're going to try to. And then what can we etch in our minds as, say, the top three nuggets of bucket list careers wisdom to date? You know, I always end with takeaways from my guests, and this time they're from me in this episode. I'll share that in a moment to wrap things up, along with a preview of some of the awesome guests we've booked for 2022. But first, as promised, a little bit about my why, my reasons for starting a podcast. And I so often ask guests about their why. It's my turn to get real with you on that topic. I did get a DM from a listener that asked, why are you not on the news anymore? And one person also asked me, is it age-related? Did you get pushed out of the anchor chair or let go? Was your show canceled? I think these are fair questions. And the answer is complicated. It's a little bit of yes and no. My most recent on-air gig was at a Verizon-owned station in the New York metro area called Fios One News. Hyper-local, close to home, flexible for me. It was working well. I hosted a business news show called Money and Main Street, and I had negotiated a part-time schedule, ideal for a mom of three. I actually loved it. I got to meet everyday entrepreneurs out in the field, sharing their stories. And I had an on-set segment called CEO Sit Down, where we drill down on business topics and takeaways for growth. I was producing and hosting, writing, and also strategizing on making the show bigger. I had big plans to do a Shark Tank-style segment with a local focus, because I've always been obsessed with that show. I also had an idea of highlighting mompreneurs. I knew an impressive segment of women slash small business owners who were often balancing so much and crushing it. But that all abruptly ended when my show was replaced. I was, to be totally honest with you, humiliated. I took it very personally. When you're the host, you do that. It took me a while to accept that it was actually out of my control and not a reflection on me. Verizon had bought Yahoo and Yahoo Finance had a pre-existing business news show with a production value that far exceeded money and Main Street. It was an easy plug-in for them. And my show was out, plain and simple. I returned to freelance anchoring for the station, but also in my heart of hearts knew I wanted to change my course. I knew it was up to me to get creative if I wanted to have a job, craft a career that allowed me to focus on sharing these career stories, these evolutions in my way, with my voice and without the station's filter, not being beholden to them content-wise. I was looking for an independent platform and there was podcasting. It was a whole new landscape for me. There was risk, unfamiliarity at the very top of the list. Was I too old for this? I did think about that. 
because if you look at podcasting, it really started out as somewhat obscure and growing slowly but surely, but skewing younger without a doubt. So I just had this enormously long list of self-imposed obstacles until I just said enough, give it a shot, lose the perfectionist tendency that you've had your whole life and put your content out there, even if it isn't perfect, which it clearly isn't. <laughs> and I can tell you nothing lights me up more work-wise than recording these podcasts and meeting these people. I'm always energized and filled with optimism after each episode. I've actually made new friends in women and men who share this desire to keep pursuing what lights you up, no matter how many transitions it takes. So yeah, I would say that's a good segue to get into this episode's takeaways. Number one, I think, get comfortable with risk. The pandemic and its aftermath, the upheaval of it all may have ignited self-discovery and transformation for you. And I love that so much. But if you're about to take a big leap into a completely new field, you should also get realistic about the risk involved. Author of The Long Game, How to Be a Long-Term Thinker in a Short-Term World, Dory Clark says, ask yourself these questions. What is your level of comfort with taking risks? How do you react and respond to confronting an unknown that may work or not in your favor? And are you holding on desperately to your current job simply because you fear a lack of stability? Number two, takeaway from me, reach out to connectors, mentors, and those in the field you're considering. Start talking about your goals and dreams and don't stop and don't filter. Let it all sink or swim. It will serve you. My mentor was a former colleague at Fios One News, and he also hosted an Emmy award-winning show called Restaurant Hunter, Rob Patron. He started a podcast after years in TV, and he didn't sugarcoat it all for me. He was honest, and I appreciated that, and it definitely helped me. Last one, remember to overcome feeling stuck. I read this very cool concept in a book by Neil Pesrisha. I hope I'm getting that name right, where you add a dot, dot, dot to any sentence that defines you and the word yet. It takes away the finality of anything that relates to you. I'm not good enough at sales, digital marketing, e-commerce, dot, 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 yet. Even though I know I have a message to share, I'm not adept at public speaking, dot, 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 yet. I'm not getting paid for something I do well or love doing, yet. I have just one more awesome quote for you. There is no passion to be found playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you're capable of living. Nelson Mandela said that. Stick with me on this journey, guys. Together, we are unlocking what it takes to build our runway with each episode and guest story. I know we're getting closer to it together. Also, I did promise you a preview of some of our guests that are coming up. I have some amazing people booked. The founder of Beat the Bomb which is the first of its kind high-tech immersive paint bomb entertainment experience in New York City. He was once a big firm lawyer and then went to work for Tough Mudder before starting this unique business. We're also talking to an 80s-obsessed former marketing exec who's using pop culture from his favorite era to change lives. Plus, we have several very cool mompreneurs who've returned to the workforce to launch and crush their dream businesses totally on their terms. 
that and so much more coming your way on Bucket List Careers. You know where to find me. It's easy. That handle is at Bucket List Careers on all the social platforms. DM me your thoughts and questions and suggestions. You know, I'd love to hear from you. Now let's go out there and make 2022 all that it can be from resolutions to bucket lists of any kind. I hope you check them all off this year. Thanks for listening, guys. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.